On this episode of Smooches, my guest is one of my classmates, my college classmate that graduated with me from our MSW program. Um, And she's joining me on the podcast to discuss work burnout. Now, we are social workers, so we definitely are in a very stressful profession where we deal with stress on a day-to-day basis. And we definitely have to practice self-care. Anyone who's in the helping field definitely will experience some form of work burnout. So we're just really touching bases on what work burnout is and our experience with work burnout and how we practice self-care. So if you're ready, sit back, listen, and let's get into the podcast. How are you? I am fine. I'm a little tired, but I'm fine. Awesome, awesome. So um, introduce yourself to the people, to the podcast community. Hello, everyone. My name is Tashina Smith. I am a mother of three girls <laughs> who keeps me very busy. Um, and I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so this is where I come in and I guide a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, first, I wanted to just say that how we met. So we met in our master's program for social work. So you are a LMSW as well. So I wanted to say that. Um, and that's where we met. We met in our master's program. And... Um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that so the uh, yeah. could, the the people know, you know, exactly I'm how we met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the points I wanted to um, get out there because our topic is a little bit dealing with what we handle and deal with every day. But yes. first, so you introduced yourself, and um, so me – I always do a little something at the beginning of the podcast where I just say what I'm loving about the month um, or what I love, what I'm loving about uh, the season. So mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. month of it's the month of October and it's fall mm-hmm. season. And the people heard what I loved um, last podcast. So tell oh, us what I- you're loving. Uh, about the month of uh, October or just the season in itself in general? Okay. So for um, the season itself, I I do – I always love the the change in the scenery of the season, like the trees changing over. Um, This morning was a little breezy. It was kind of cold, if you ask (laughs) me. That's true. So it was, I'm yeah. not loving that part, but because um, <laughs> it just reminds me of the snow coming right around the corner. So, but I do love the fact of when the season changes, you get to you know transition into your boots and yes. um, your sweaters. And, yes. Yes. 
So I, I love that and the tr- and the leaves changing. I I, I enjoy that about the Oh my changing. goodness. Wait a minute. Can I just say you touched mm-hmm. on a lot of the um the things that I love about the fall season that mm-hmm. I discussed last podcast. So really? I was saying that I love just to watch the leaves change. I love to be able to layer, wear my little sweaters and things mm-hmm. like that. It's not really necessary right now to, you know, to have on the big, thick coats, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can have on something light and, yeah. you know, it's still okay. And then two, you didn't say this one, but I love the warm drinks that come out. Now, we used to be Starbucks people. Cider. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Apple cider. I do love to drink apple cider. <laughs> See? See? Hot I knew, apple cider. I knew it. Yeah. Hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling you, the yummy drinks that come around this time of the year, they just make me so happy. Mm-hmm. They make me so happy. I love them. Okay. Yeah. So, being in the field for social work, we know that we take care of others, and mm-hmm. we also know that um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, um, and we deal with a lot on a day-to-day basis. That's okay? Right. So that brings me to the topic of work burnout. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've experienced work burnout, but um, I have. So I have. Okay, so (laughs) I – you know what? I feel like it's so important because I feel as though we don't talk about it enough and we try to sweep it up under the rug as if it's not a real thing and it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. It's just, just Mm -hmm. like, ignored. It's just ignored. And um, I think it's a part of starting the conversation to talk about it in ways to – help ourselves so we don't get burnt out or we take care of ourselves in a way where we are productive and we can continue to help people, right? That's right, yeah. So I just want to break down a little bit of the definition of burnout. So burnout basically is a physical and emotional exhaustion Mm -hmm. in the workplace, okay? So it Mm -hmm. can be anything from having, like, low jobs, satisfaction it could be feeling powerless or overwhelmed at work all right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um i don't want to do i don't want to talk about my burnout first but mm-hmm. what have you or had you experienced um with yourself or someone else uh when it comes to burnout mm. i've experienced both definitely with myself yeah. firsthand yeah. um my first real, real experience of burnout that I guess I should say, when I say real, <laughs> it just came to me because it's like, that yeah. really probably wasn't my first experience, but it was the first time that I actually accepted it because I had been burnt out years prior, but I wow. didn't accept it. So wow. it makes a huge difference. So I would say when I really recognized and fully accepted that I am burnt out was probably mm-hmm. about roughly five years ago, maybe. Because yeah. I've yeah. been in the social work field for going on 13 years now. Wow. And right. yeah. so um, about five years ago is when I really 
accepted that I was burnt out. You, um, you know, it's so amazing because you say that, and um, I feel as though we don't recognize it all of the time until we ta- we kind of take a step back, and then it's like, I was burnt out. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then even still, those five years ago, um, you know, I continued, I continued to press press and just, you know, work. I mean, my workload, the hours decreased some because I had started back to school, but right. the work was still there. So I was right. still going and going on a, on a few days or a few hours of the days that I were, was there. And I was still right. going and going and going. And then it, they really took for me now, you know, I said, I recognized it five years ago, but I yeah. guess I really, really, really recognized it. <laughs> so, <laughs> about two years ago. No, you know, wow. 19. Yeah, this is 19. Yeah, wow. 2018 yeah. was when I really, really, really noticed it. And wow. what made me notice it is when, um, and it wasn't my doing. Um, and that's mm. the crazy part. What, what brought me to reality is when my job, they had reduced staffing. So because wow. I was already working a few hours, they was like, you can go PRN or you can either go uh, or we're going to have to let you go altogether. So wow. I chose yeah. to be let go. I said, just go ahead and lay me off because, you know, the PRN hours aren't there. So when that, that was a drastic change in my whole yeah. functioning of life. And exactly. Wow. Because of that change, it, it I felt like I was like sat down almost. Like my whole life wow. just was still. And wow. that's when I realized, like, dang, you really needed to be still. You need this break, even though you know we like, no, we don't need this break. I need to get money. I need to make sure I got a paycheck. I got to pay my bills. But absolutely, I realized in that little short period of time. I would say it was probably about two months or so before I started that really working, working. But yeah. in that short period of time, I was able to reflect and wow. realize how burnt out I really was. That's Emotionally, too. I mean, physically, mm-hmm. yes, because, you know, we do a lot of walking and back and forth and stuff. Well, at work, but emotionally, was like 90% of my burnout was emotional driven oh. mental burnout and you just oh. don't realize it yeah yeah oh that's um that's deep because i mean right there you see the shift you know and mm-hmm. it all has to come down to the workplace you know what i'm saying right. it has to come down to it comes down to the workplace and where you're at and and um things shifting and changing for you can start this like spiraling effect and sometimes you don't even recognize, but it's like sort of, you, you know, your spiritual guidance and your, mm-hmm. you know, your higher power telling you, like, listen, mm-hmm. you need this. Stop trying to fight it. You know, mm-hmm. don't fight it. Just let it happen because you really need it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's amazing. That's exactly how I looked at that situation when you said the spiritual higher power. Yes. Yes. For me. Um, I really truly believe that God set me down. Like he yes. literally set me down because you know I was going to school full time and working yes. 
almost close to full time, but even though the hours were reduced, but yeah, I really felt like he set me down. It was like, yeah. you gotta do something different. This is the only way I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so, but just think of it. Had you mm-hmm. not did that, the outcome could have been so much worse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could have been so much worse. Absolutely. You are right. So, I mean, you kind of be thankful for that because what I'm about to tell you is that my whole situation was, oh, so much different. Mm -hmm. So I came about with my burnout, um, and this was before I even um, thought about taking, uh, um, going into a different, going into a career, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, So I had worked for a customer service um, uh, a company um, doing uh, customer service work. And I had mm-hmm. did this for a while. And um, I was young, and um, I felt like, you know, this is just something for right now because I was yeah. in school at that time and, you know, doing that and trying to get myself together. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when I was um, made, um, obtaining my undergrad. So, okay. In the midst of me working there, you know, I had my two kids. Um, mm-hmm. I was still working there. It made things a lot. I got really, really ill with my son um, during that pregnancy, the first pregnancy. And um, I had to stop going to college for a little bit mm-hmm. because I was so ill. So I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and then my daughter came right after that because it was like they're like 15 months apart. So. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Man, I, so I didn't really have. Oh, time I know that between. fifteen months apart. Yeah, that's how my middle it's, and baby girl. <laughs> absolutely. So that yeah. time came and it went, and then so I had uh, basically had to put off school for a little bit, but I eventually finished. But before yeah. that time, before I actually finished, um, I started to like I felt overwhelmed. Was the first reality check for me. I felt overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really feeling stuck in this mm-hmm. um, in this place of employment, and two um, things started to spiral for me. Mm. So um, and it got worse because I didn't pick up on how I was feeling at the time. So basically, what happened was that um, I started to have panic attacks. Oh, I started oh to have God. panic attacks, yes. and um, it got really, really bad. And to the point where I said, something's not right. So I went to the doctor's office because I had no idea about panic attacks. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about them. I literally thought I was dying when I was having right. them. And yeah. um, that was my best way of explaining what was going on with myself. So I told the doctor, it's like, listen, I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I can't catch my breath. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's bad. And it doesn't happen for... Um, like an hour or nothing like that. It 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 would happen for like maybe um, close to a minute or so, maybe uh-huh. not even a minute, a little bit shorter than that. But mm-hmm. during this period of time, I was like really afraid they were coming often. And mm-hmm. um, so the doctor, you know, he said, "Well, you know, I don't know really what's happening." But the nurse called it. She said, "You're having panic attack." But mm-hmm. to me, the doctor just dismissed it. So it was like, okay, you're losing your mind. Something's happening. So I went back to work as normal mm-hmm. as usual, and um, I started to have panic attacks on the floor at work wow. in front of everybody. And mm-hmm. so, like, um, it it got to the point I said, "Twisty, you have to take care of yourself." 
You have to take yes. it. So in that heat of the moment, Ooh. I went to um, fill out uh, um, for FMLA, mm-hmm. Family Family Medical Leave Act. I, I did yeah. that. And uh, from there, I just took care of myself. I Ooh. think that was the best thing I did for myself because it got so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having them every day. I would wake up out of my sleep into panic attacks. Oh, yeah. And I know that feeling. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. So I did, I never during that time thought about self-care. I wasn't taking care of myself properly. I was taking care of someone else with two other yeah. little people. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was neglected. I was yep. neglected. Um, so it was just like a build up, a build yep. up. But I did, and you know what? And I'm not ashamed. And I think a lot of people um, probably would be ashamed to talk about it. But I also went to seek um, therapeutic help. Okay, yes, because I had great. to. Yeah, I had to understand and know what was going on with myself to be able to take care of me. And um, but you know as well as I do, they tell us that we have to seek help while yes. in the profession, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, yeah. and a lot of us don't do it enough, and yeah. it's like well needed. Like even you know now, like it's. I mean, I think you should at least have a visit every. Depending on the case, the situation every week, every two weeks, or something, or if it's just once a month, like Absolutely. you have to have a routine, consistent schedule. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then we skip out on that, and then what we do? We burn out, and it turns into a worse situation than what it could have been had we seeked help. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So, so two another thing I wanted to talk about kind is kind of in line with the burnout in this passion, compassion fatigue. Mm-hmm. And really, so just the definition of passion fatigue is just, it's like a, it's a saying, it's um, like the cost of caring for somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically it's just like when you, you run out of fuel basically um, just for, you know, helping and caring for others. You know, you just get yeah. run down. You know, mm-hmm. you get run down to the point where it's like, I don't have any more to give. I don't have any right. more to give. So okay. um, I I don't have a lot of experience with that, but can you touch bases on that really quickly? I can touch a little bit um, on it. Um, at, at work, mm, a little because you know you want to make sure everything is done and and you follow through. Like me, I'm big on following through. If I tell a patient or client I'm coming back to see you, I'm gonna make right. sure I make it back to see them that day because yeah. it's just you know a part of a part of me. But exactly. I, I think I think more about compassion fatigue when I think about my home life, especially oh, back ooh, in the day. Oh, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. When my girls were, you know, younger, um, when I was married, just balancing taking care of my husband, taking care of the kids and um, yeah. working and getting home, you know, working overtime because you trying to got your, um, cross your teeth, dot your eyes at work, making sure all the documentation is in. And that runs over into overtime and then you're rushing home and you still got to cook and you got to make sure the homework is done. You got to make sure they get in bed at a certain time. And then you got to have enough time to show (laughs) husband or a significant other. And then it's like, but what about 
thing that time. Like, where does that come in? It's like I, when I sit yeah. back now and I look on it, I can just envision mm-hmm. this this person, which is myself, mm-hmm. you know, just visioning me, just going yes. and going and going and going and going and going, and just every day it's the same routine, just same routine. And then, like yeah. you said, you run out of fuel. Like you just get to the point where it's like. I don't have nothing else left to give. <laughs> yes. Something is yes. going to have to give. Yes. So support really makes a big difference to help balance the weight. Oh, yeah. When it oh, comes yeah. to that compassion fatigue. So I think about, like, family life when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And I'm so happy you said that because I never really um, put it in that type of perspective because you know, when they when you hear compassion fatigue, you think of the workplace, you think of policemen, you think of social workers, mm-hmm. you think of nurses. You know, it's just all related to the workplace. But what about mothers? What about fathers? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. home life can really, because we are, I don't want to say ran down, but the kids will wear us down when mm-hmm. it comes to home life and things that they need. And, yes, Passion fatigue falls right in line it does. Home, with home life. Yes. And when you don't have that support, that conscious yes. support, that other person understanding, then it makes it worse. And then at the same time, when you as a person, like, yes. if you don't know how to say no and be okay oh. with that no, that's the thing. Oh, right? my You goodness. can say no, but then you feel guilty and then you invest to give in a little. And a little, yes. you might as well just do the whole thing if you're doing a little because it's almost <laughs> the same thing. So it's you have to say it is. It so is. So you have to know how to say no or, or you know, um, plan it out and do you can't do it yeah. today but do it tomorrow or a couple of days later you just have to know how to manage that's it the key is managing everything and balancing because you can't yes. do it all and for me i would yes. try to do it all and make sure like i said like at work i would do it and it's the same thing in my home life you want to make sure everything is done but some days it got to a point during that burnout time where i realized you just can't do it all you're gonna have to oh. just let things be and be okay with that <laughs> oh and then my, my goodness too yes like my faith my um my belief in, in God and Holy Spirit, that has tremendously yes. helped me because it's like I try yes. to be led in everything that I do. Like, because I, yes. I want to do so much, but I have to listen to God and be mm-hmm. led when I do things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of things, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. People get upset too, but it's like, hey, I know what I got to do and I know this is what I need to do. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think this is huge because first, one big thing that you said that just really stood out to me was saying no. Mm-hmm. I feel some of the times so much pressure to not say no. And mm-hmm. I can, like, I can be like so overwhelmed and I'm just learning to say maybe I can't do it because I used to be in a place where I was just like, I'm, I, okay, yes. Yeah. You, you know, um, yes, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was that. And I never really considered how I was feeling at that time. Was it what right. was I feeling wore down? Um, was I at my best? And I can't be productive when I'm not at my best. So I, I had to get used to saying no. And then yes. another thing that you touched on that I really loved, and I talked about it mm-hmm. several podcasts ago, but it's about um, 
just, you know, like um, putting that positive energy out into the atmosphere and oh, putting yeah. it into God and mm-hmm. really just like manifesting yes. just that positive energy and everything coming towards you. So I definitely mm-hmm. believe in that. I believe in that. Like that's huge. That's it is. so huge. And I feel like that has made a big change in my life. And sometimes it's just oh, yeah. so hard to just like let yourself go and just really mm-hmm. keep your faith right in that place. Oh. Oh yeah, because you want to take care of it, right? You want to you want to do it. it. Yep. Yes. You want to put your hands in it and own it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. so much easier just to put your hands in it and take care of it than to just sit back and just let it be. Yeah. And but have faith that it's going to work out. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Your higher power, he's going to take mm-hmm. care of it. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to be yeah. still. But it's hard yeah. when we are the society that just does and does and does mm-hmm. and it's just like we don't we we're not still human beings like we are busy yeah. busy busy you know and it this is. is what starts to burn out okay it is we it don't does. relax mm-hmm. okay right. we have to learn to be still yes oh, amazing i am so happy for even Me discussing too. that but Okay, so we touched on burnout, but we know when burnout and with compassion fatigue. So what can we do to take care of ourselves? So it's about self-care. So Mm. now self-care. So just breaking down a little bit of what self-care is. Self-care is um, just anything, any type of activity um, that um, you do um, that, that, um, will take care of you mentally, um, emotionally, and physically uh, with your health. And it's something that you really enjoy doing. Um, And I know people, they associate it with um, superficial things or – but I associate it with anything that makes you feel good. I don't care what it is. Do it. It takes care of you. It's going to make you feel good. So it's – and good self-care has been um, proven that – it will improve your mood and reduce anxiety. And I believe that because I don't know about you, but when I really take care of myself, I feel yeah. like that's an instant mood booster for me. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. I like agree. That puts me in a, a better place immediately. Yep. In I don't a better place what it for is. everybody around you, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because when I'm at my best, everybody else benefits from it, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. So what are some of the things that you like doing for self-care? Um, well, anything. My, my self-care has um, changed a little bit. Um, it, okay. started out with, it started out with simple stuff. Well, I, I would always, you know, most often have a consistent schedule of getting my hair done and things like that. But as oh, far yeah. as like nails and pedicures and man, I mean, um, massages and things like that, I, that yeah. was never my my routine thing. So to okay. some people, that's just normal maintenance of yourself, you know, your body. True. But for me, it was a luxury, and it was a part of making me feel happy and worthy. Absolutely. So I, I got a um, subscription to a massage spa thing, so I made sure I would make sure I get my massages. 
Um, <laughs> I would make sure I go and get my nails done because it, it made me feel good. It made me feel mm-hmm. happy because I'm doing something for myself. Besides that, I would make sure I bought myself something. Like, I don't care oh, what yeah. it was. It could have been a milkshake from Chick-fil-A, but I mean, okay. I love milkshakes. So, <laughs> I'm going to go. Like, I got to get my milkshake. This is what makes me happy. So, going out to your favorite restaurant. Um, what else? I, I like music, and I'm a trap star of music. Like, I love trap music, so I'll turn some trap music. <laughs> but those are the little things. I mean, I bought my fl- myself flowers one time because, I, I mean, I, I really? like flowers. So, oh, I, I love that. I picked up some pretty flowers for myself. I Everybody, love that. Yeah, I love so, that. That is amazing. Being, being quiet it. sometimes, just listening yes. to nothing, doing stuff that I don't yes. regularly do. Like I would never, I used to never go and eat lunch or breakfast by myself or go to the park. So one time around my birthday, I was like, I'm going to make this a thing where I go to the park because I would always go to the park with someone and definitely okay. take the kids to the park. But I would never think about going to the park alone. <laughs> so like, I'm going to the park and just sit out and observe people. Believe it or not, that made me feel good. Like not to worry about that. nobody else and just look up, look at other people and just be there. <laughs> I love so that. stupid stuff. But, yeah. That's not stupid. I love it. I love it because... Okay, so I love that you said that, you know, just the the basic everyday things that some people would just do as regular maintenance will make you happy because same year. Mm-hmm. That stuff would be a luxury to me, and um, that would be my mm-hmm. self-care time, okay? Yeah. But I love the way that you said that things have changed a little bit. And um, so when my routine changes is because, it could be because of my age. I'm maturing. Mm-hmm. And then I feel as though I want to focus in on different activities right now in my life. So, yes. Yes. Exactly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those things may not be uh, the biggest priority, you know, but mm-hmm. maybe something else where, okay, so I'm trying to get back into yoga. I used to do oh, uh, high yoga. I miss yes. yoga. <laughs> yes yes so I'm trying to get back into it again um but that made me really happy and um I thought that um I thought that retail therapy would really be my thing and really uh-huh. make me happy but it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not I thought that that would be my thing but just like you if I get myself that nice hot coffee oh, or tea okay. Or that warm drink, I'm happy, right? Right. Like Chick Fil A milkshake, yes. Yeah. Like, that's my happy spot, okay? Yeah. If I come home and make me a hot cup of tea, I'm good, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Or and see, one thing that's a luxury because as a working mom, you know, we're busy in our careers mm-hmm. and that. And the thing is, we can't sit down and even take a freaking bath all the time. Oh, so that girl, bath came to my mind too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. With some tan. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's like heaven. <laughs> I'm telling you, light, yes. just lighting a candle for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. I mean, like, yeah. I have one going right now, and um, mm-hmm. it is just, like, heavenly, okay? It it's smelling is. like a pumpkin, spices, and See? cookies, and everything. It's 
So good. Okay. So yeah. I'm really enjoying that. But I like that you touched on that because that's true. Like all of that yeah. little stuff, that's me. You know, that's me. And I feel yeah. like anything that we can do to like really boost our mood and make mm-hmm. us, you know, at least semi prepared for the right. next day, it's so helpful. It's so helpful. Yes. Because we can make this a routine to take care of ourselves like that so we can continue to be productive and we can Mm -hmm. continue to take care of others. Uh, And I think that we don't do it often, but we need to do it. Everyone needs to do it. I know that self-care is a big, hot topic right now, and everybody's talking about it, but we -hmm. need to do it, to actually Actually do it, not talk about it, but to just to do it, like something small, little. You know, yep. make it our priority, you know, make yes. it a priority. Yes, you know? we make everybody else a priority. Yes, we have Absolutely. to take care of ourselves. And Absolutely. for me, I have to learn how to do that with, with my own, I mean, you know, with my girls. Um, yes. Not so much with, with family because I rarely mm-hmm. have to spend as much time with my family, but not only just with my, I mean, my girls are my family, but, you know, they're here all the time. <laughs> yeah. <that's> what I <laughs> So I have to make time for that too. Even with my um my church, like I'm involved in yeah. ministries at church and things. Yeah. And like I have to start saying, you know, balancing that too because that can become overwhelming and that can yes. become as stressful as anything else. And it yes. cannot be that way. So you have to mm-hmm. be an advocate for yourself and you have to just speak up for yourself. Yes, it's great yes. to do it. But you have to know when to cut it, like and, exactly, and because you're gonna burn. You're gonna burn. <laughs> you're gonna burn yourself out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where we started, folks. You know, yeah. And people will get upset. <laughs> like I've had so many people get upset, and it's like, why? That's to me, that's selfish. If you're getting upset yeah. because people are taking yeah. time for themselves, that is so yeah. selfish. It <laughs> is. It is. So. And see me, yeah. I would be so happy to have you even say it to me. Like I need to take some time for. I'm please do, please do, because I know mm-hmm. when I see you next time, I know you're gonna be refreshed, and mm-hmm. that's what we need. We need people who are refreshed and who are um, not weighed down, stressed, you know, feeling. Yeah. And we need you to be at your best. And I know you'll be that's at your right. best if you get some rest. That's so right. we have to, yeah. So we have to stop feeling bad about that. Make ourselves mm-hmm. a priority because we need to live long. We got babies to take care of. We got mm-hmm. babies to see get through school. You know, so absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I am so excited to have had this conversation with you. This has been in my it's heart way more needed. Yes, I mm-hmm. feel like it is. I feel like more people need to, you know, talk about it. We need to discuss more ways to um, to eliminate burnout and how do we do that to be yep. able to help and inspire someone else. So I think this was huge. I'm so appreciative uh, of you, appreciative of you to come on the podcast and just talk about it because it's needed. Um, uh-huh. And just for you to be transparent and, you know, Talk yes. about your situations and things that you've experienced or seen. So much yes. needed. So much it, needed. It is. It really is. And these are some really great topics. Right? Yes. Well, really thank good you. topics. Yeah. I am Especially so that happy to be here. 
Yeah. In that burnout. Wait a minute. I mean, all three were great. <laughs> I think that so it was really tough because I felt like oh, this might be touchy, but I felt mm-hmm. like who better to discuss it than us? Right. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? So I said, this will be perfect. This will be perfect. We could inspire or just give um, to help someone else that might be in that situation who can heal from it and not feel ashamed and know that they're not alone. Like, that's the whole thing about this podcast. Like, I like to have others on or discuss topics that could help or inspire someone else. So, yes. And I just yeah. want to really touch on, like, don't don't um feel guilty that's it yeah don't feel guilty and i hear it a lot from other people like they feel bad when they can't do something for others or do it at the capacity that they would love to it's like you try but you know sometimes you might not get it all the way and you just need to not feel bad about it and you know just don't let other people's opinions either. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Have an effect on mm-hmm. your life. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's oh well you just wrapped it up right there. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even have anything else to follow that up with. It was so good. Like, okay. Well, Christina, I am I want to thank my special guest, Tashina, for joining me on the podcast and being so transparent with her responses when it comes to work burnout and sharing with us how she self-cares when experiencing a work burnout. Guys, send in any questions, any comments that you have pertaining to the podcast. If you would like for me to discuss a particular topic also send that through email and that email it's going to be smoochespodcast at gmail.com and also follow me on instagram and that's going to be smooches podcast i am also working on a facebook page community for those conversations to continue after the podcast is over So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. And until the next time, smooches.